created by Chelsea Lowe, Maggie Stoller, and Rachel Whaley to energize young people to build careers and social impact. This week on episode six, we interview Diamond Greer and Karen Spears from Let's Vibe, chat about civic engagement, and share our favorite resources with you. Every episode, we chat with someone starting a career in the social sector and share resources to help you boost your career. Check out our website at www.brinkofimpact.com. Tell us what you think of this episode on Twitter at Brink of Impact. And join our email newsletter to get links to all the resources that we share. Earlier this month, uh, states across the country held elections for state legislators, for, for local representatives, for mayors in different cities. And uh, we are all really excited about the progress that that we've been making, I think, to put more diverse voices in office. And we just wanted to share a few of the, those stories about who recently got elected in um, the November 2017 election. So um, we elected the first openly transgender state lawmaker in Virginia, the first sick mayor elected in uh, New Jersey, the first lesbian mayor elected in Seattle, the first Asian-American woman elected in the Virginia House of Delegates, the first mayor of color elected in St. Paul, Minnesota, and the first openly gay school board member elected in Seattle. So across the board, we've got a lot of diverse voices taking office, which is really exciting. It's a big sign of progress, I think, for us uh, now in a time where we really uh, need to think about who we are as engaged citizens, um, but also, yeah, a sign that we are really making progress um, so that's something that's, yes, been exciting me lately. I'm glad that so many diverse voices are getting involved and becoming more civically engaged. Rachel, I know you've been pretty involved in local elections. So how did you get involved with that, and what does your role look like? Yeah, so as an undergrad, I was a public policy major. And so I was on all these email lists of opportunities to get involved in Chicago, in local politics and local movements, all that kind of stuff. And one that caught my eye when I was in school was an opportunity to become a judge of election. And that position is working with the Chicago Board of Elections on Election Day to kind of basically run the polling place. And so there's quite a few of these folks across Chicago every time Chicago runs an election and you go and participate in a training for a few hours to learn how all the voting equipment works, how to kind of tabulate everything at the end of the day, how to make sure that everyone who's registered is able to vote, checking someone's registration, uh, really interesting stuff. There's a lot of technology that's involved uh, and just really interesting to see kind of the behind the scenes of the voting process. So if you ever go to vote in Chicago on Election Day, the folks running the polling place are judges of election. So I volunteered to do that, and it's actually a great volunteer gig because they pay you. So anyone who lives in Chicago, you can sign up to do this and do the training, and you get paid for the day, which is pretty cool. And so um, I really enjoyed doing that. I thought it was really interesting to kind of be part of the team that makes it happen. And you can also kind of feel like you're having an impact because you're, you might be helping someone who, you know, maybe English isn't their first language to understand how to navigate the polling place and make sure that they are able to vote. So um, I just, I really like being able to participate in that. So I have done that for a few elections, actually, 
which is pretty fun. Um, and if anyone's interested who is in Chicago, you can sign up for this at chicagoelections.com. So that was kind of my first step. And then after last November, I also got involved as a deputy voter registrar, which is another volunteer position where you, again, participate in a short training, and then you can register folks to vote, which is really, really cool. And so I've gone to a couple of volunteer events where we've had tables at different kind of ongoing events and just been an opportunity for folks to register to vote and kind of check that item off their to-do list and make sure that they're all set um, for for the next election in Chicago. So it's it's been a really rewarding experience um, and especially, I think for me, has had some extra importance since last November. And so it's definitely something I'd encourage you to check out if you're at all interested. If you live in Chicago, it's chicagoelections.com. If you live in other cities, um, most um, municipalities have their own websites and board of election commissions. So definitely be sure to check that out. And most definitely, the most important is for everyone to make sure that they vote so that your voice is heard. My resource this week is 2190. It takes 21 days to form a habit and 90 days to create a lifestyle. 2190 is the one place where women of color can come together to learn about new things in beauty, wellness, and health. The 2190 woman is an independent spirit, a rebel, and a proud member of the all-natural movement. She's in the midst of a life transition, whether that be moving to a new city, starting a new career, leaving bad habits behind, refining her skincare routine, or embracing the newly single life. Learn more at 2190.com. My resource this week is Volunteering Untapped. Volunteering Untapped was born to solve the problem that many young professionals want to give back to their community but simply don't know the best way to get involved. So if you live in Baltimore or Chicago, you can volunteer with Volunteering Untapped where they go to a different nonprofit organization for a one-time volunteer opportunity and then afterwards go to a local bar for food, drinks, networking, and fun with everyone who volunteered. You can find more information at volunteeringuntapped.org. Today on the podcast, we are sitting down with Diamond Greer and Karen Spears of uh, Let's Five, which is an awesome community that we're going to really dive into and learn more about. Um, but first of all, I want to welcome you both here. Thanks for coming. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Um, so to kind of start from the very beginning, we always like to hear the story of all of our podcast guests. So I want to hear from both of you where you're from, where you grew up and how some of those experiences kind of led you to the profession and the career path that you're on today. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to start? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'll start. Um, this is Karen. Um, I'm originally from the south side of Chicago, um, the Roseland neighborhood. Um, and I went to Mother Macaulay High School, which is like the largest all-girls school in the nation. Um, but I went under a scholarship called the Daniel Murphy Scholarship. Um, and that's how I met Diamond. Yeah. Oh, yep. nice. So you also went to this high school? No. So I oh. went to St. Ignatius. Oh. And I was a few years um, ahead of Karen uh, in high school. So we actually met through Daniel Murphy because they had a caddy program during the summer months. And we were both caddies. And <laughs> you would caddy in order to 
you know, learn great leadership skills, but mainly to potentially get a scholarship to college. And so we were both a part of the program and uh, where learned did a few you, things. Where did you caddy? Like, I caddied at Oak Park Country Club. And I caddied at Glen Oak Country Club, which oh, is in yeah. Glen Ellen. Wow, mm-hmm. okay. So we used to travel, like, um, like for the whole week, or just, you know, during the week to go to, like, a, a golf course. And we used to stay at um, Elmhurst College. Um, it, was, it was, like, a dorm situation mm-hmm. where they wow. housed us over the summer. That's yeah. tough work. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> you guys yes. just had to wake up, like, super early. Yes. Like, wow, that is... That is no joke. You guys put in the work for that scholarship. Yes. That's awesome. So, okay, so you were a bit older, but you guys met through this program. Mm-hmm. And then did, did you go separate ways for college? Where did you guys end up? Yeah, so I went to the University of Missouri um, in Columbia, Missouri, and Diamond. I went to Northwestern University. Oh, great. Up there in Evanston. Yeah, gotcha. And what did you both study in college? So I majored in communication, and I minored in business. Um Originally started off in journalism, um, so I know all like ins and outs of that. Um, but ultimately, it chose communication, um, specifically organizational communication. So, um, I went in undecided, and I was going to be a chemist because in my former life I wanted to be a witch when I was younger. A chemist? That's yeah. amazing! Wow. Yeah, uh, and so. I was like, I want to know how to do potions and all this good stuff because I want to create change uh, through magical ways. And so I thought the first, I I don't know, maybe the the closest thing to that, to being a witch in in non-traditional terms, was chemistry uh, and pharmacy. So... It's like, I don't want to go to Purdue because nothing's out there. No offense to those who went to Purdue, (laughs) um, but I'm very much so a city girl because I grew up on the southeast side of Chicago um, near the South Shore area in St. Ignatius and then Northwestern. So long story short, um, after experiencing Northwestern's chemistry and, you know, passing, but then figuring out I don't really want to spend so many hours memorizing things. I want to learn and change things and the closest thing I could do that is looking at identity myself and others so I ended up studying learning and organizational change and also double majoring in African-American studies so this is a big shift for you kind of going from like a hard science to this like sociological like kind of leadership and change shift a bit like kind of but not really I mean I'm very eclectic so while I would be studying chemistry, I'd be doing dance and theater. And while I'm, you know, into certain things, like I love ancient everything in history. And yeah. for me, I just want to know how things work and getting the hands-on pieces of it. So yeah. it wasn't really chemistry, but maybe the labs that I loved more mm-hmm. and figuring out things visually and how they function, how they impact people and lives every day. Uh, was important for me as well as how to dismantle norms and so chemistry you can do that to a certain extent yeah Uh, and then in outside of chemistry the closest thing is is people yeah I love that so you kind of both did um went to different schools kind of at different paths did you stay in touch over the course of college or when did you kind of reconnect what brought you back to Chicago absolutely so Diamond was always kind of like my big sister 
slash mentor. So, I mean, <laughs> undergrad was just a task in itself. But, like, you know, like, Diamond being older than me, like, I'll always call her, ask her for advice, ask her for life advice. So that's how, like, our relationship kind of, like, kicked off. Yeah. Um, and then it turned into okay, Diamond, like, how can you help me fix my life, right? Like, I was in, you know, a transition where I was in journalism, um, in the number one journalism school in the nation, um, and I didn't, feel, like, feel included in the whole process. Um, so I, you know, changed majors, and that was kind of a big shift because it was like, okay, well, you know, I want to do this. Like, my family wants me to do this, but I want to do something else. Um, and I feel like, I think she helped me so much in that transition, um, and it was phone calls of you know just me you know picking her brain about things and it eventually turned into okay like how can we design a life that we want you know for ourselves um I think that's kind of how like let's vibe like became a thing you know through those conversations yeah yeah. I want to kind of go back to that moment so before let's vibe became the community of today like Talk to me about the spark of the idea you had for creating something like this. When was it, and what kind of conversations led to really the beginnings of this like awesome program? Well, I want to backtrack even more, because what Karen's not telling you is that she was running a full-fledged business in undergrad, right? What? So while I'm over here stressing <laughs> out about school and life and da-da-da, because we, you know, every, even if you do have, like, some kind of mentor-ish, um, mentor-ish kind of relationship, it's mutual so we're both figuring it out it's just that I may have bumped my head you know ahead you know in advance so that way I can let her know these are some things here and we also crossed path in uh, another scholarship we ended up getting for college Chicago scholars and so I saw Karen I seen I had seen Karen um, in the office one day and I was like Karen Mm-hmm. What? And so then we reconnected yeah. that way too, and wow. then come you now the conversations over college. And yeah. so I was entrepreneurial in the way that I just thought about the world and the way that you can just create something from nothing. And Karen had been doing it in yeah. college throughout her entire time. So we reached this point where I had graduated from Northwestern. Karen was in the midst of finishing her degree at Mizzou. And we had a girls' night, and we were talking about our experiences um, in school, outside of school, throughout the city of Chicago, outside globally too. Um, just looking at, well, are you anxious about this? Because I'm anxious about that. And what are some resources that we can just go to to help us figure out our next steps? Of, in life, right? Yeah. In school, you're in school and everything is mapped out for you. Every single thing, for better or for worse, is mapped out. Yeah. And after you finish college or any type of program, right? So regardless if you went to college or not, any type of program that's structured and you have all of this open space or as we call it, white space, like what the heck do you do next? Like seriously, right? Seriously, like what yeah. the heck do you do next? And for us, it was critical to figure that out because we are a fallback plan, right? We come from backgrounds and communities where, like, 
us having to create and be entrepreneurs because of the amount of restrictions or the limitations that have been set before us, right? And we're also both African-American women. So that adds on another layer um, of having to navigate, being proud of who we are, but also understanding that because of the way society is set up and sometimes the world is not as kind, like how can we navigate this in order to get the resources we need um, and also thrive, not just survive, but we want to thrive. We want to create. We want to make stuff better. We want to create bomb stuff that other people are going to like. We want to create an experience that everyone just wants to be a part of because that's the way that we want to just figure out and experience the world. So Let's Vibe came from a girls' night. Okay. And we were talking about, you know, there is a huge gap in just leadership opportunities for us, for women of color, um, and just people across the board. There is a huge opportunity gap when it comes to equity and the way that we understand that and what's the closest thing is we're trying to navigate we're trying to grow as leaders and so our mission became to close the global leadership and equity gap and we do that in a hella non-traditional way that uses a little bit of design thinking a little bit of a lot of it of I want to say identity um and it's just being super collaborative and creating bomb-ass experiences so yeah, I want to dive in and hear more about everything that Let's Dive does because you guys are a community, you have events, you have workshops. Like, Talk to me about, you know, when you had this, this idea, this spark, you're thinking, okay, this is our goal. How are we going to accomplish that? Walk me through what that programming looks like. I mean, this is like a brainchild of you both. So what, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what did you think Let's Vibe could become and then what is it actually today? Yeah, I think it started off as a lot of things because, you know, we are a startup. Yeah. So mm-hmm. naturally we had all of these ideas of what could, like, like what of, of what they could be. Yeah. Um, but then, you know, it, it started off with having events. So yeah. we would throw events, um, invite, you know, our professional and personal networks, um, and then have them come out, mingle, and then there'll be, like, you know, a vibe component to the workshop. So instead of people just coming and networking, quote unquote, right? Like we made it into an experience where they could actually like make meaningful connections with mm-hmm. people. But that's always been the core of yeah. what yeah. we've done um, in every event that we have. Um, so start off with bigger events um, and then we scaled it down to like, you know, monthly events. Um, and so those would look like, you know, just, you know, we'll have, you know, an expert in a field field come and talk to our, our members, our community members about, you know, a specific topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, it also transformed into us, you know, had, like we're now we're in the process of creating a retreat so like how can yeah. we like you know delve deeper on that that whole like meaningful connection piece yeah. um and making it a, like a vibe tastic experience yes. <laughs> yeah i just i also want to hear the origin story how did you guys come up with let's vibe like the actual name uh, oh it was it just was a feeling i don't <laughs> it know was like a feeling yeah, yeah, what we, do you think so i um i remember this distinctly so it, it was a year. It was a year, and I was like, I really want, I really like this this phrase. Let's mm-hmm. try And I really like this. But like, who? What does it mean? What <laughs> should we do with it? I don't even know. And then I'm like, let me connect with, like, my peeps, right? So yeah. we connected with one of our good friends, and then also Karen. And we were like, okay. I've been pondering this for a year. <laughs> 
I need, I, I can do this alone. Like, something has to happen where we were, like, vibing out. Like, let's vibe is coming to mind. And, like, what does this mean? What does it mean to vibe and everything? And so from there, like, let's vibe gave it, I think coming together gave it its true meaning. Yeah. And the way that we really see it happening. When you think of let's vibe, like, what do you automatically think of? Right, like people mm-hmm. vibing out to each yeah. other, wanting to make it focus on everyone's goals and their visions and then the life that they want to design. So everything that we do as Karen has already like fantastically, vitastically said <laughs> is is focused on that core of your vibe. Yeah. And how does your vibe shift throughout your life, mm-hmm. right? From your personal vibe to your professional vibe and understanding that that, that actually is one um, to shifting vibes, right? Some of our work, like we shift people's vibes at the end. Like in the beginning, we ask them, what's your vibe? And at the end of it, their vibe oftentimes is different (laughs) which is and it becomes more positive or more powerful or more empowering or more like yeah you know like I'm feeling this completely and so you know on the community side we help people just design the lives that they want to lead and really focus on that from our 40 people that we started off with (laughs) with our first event that we put on in two weeks and got sponsors for that was crazy but fun um to now over 400 uh, in very short amount of time like two two years if wow. that yeah uh, mainly word of mouth we just got into social media and now also growing the client side because yeah. we decided to be an l3c so we're I Definitely. saw that. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. More of a social enterprise. Yeah. We wanted to have more control over, you know, how we're growing this and, and the vibe of the organization. Uh, and so now it's like designing, helping people design the lives they want to lead while also helping clients design solutions for inclusive engagement and development. Yeah. Because I can't, it's no way we can be vibing out to each other and really learning what it means to have a vision, actualize our vision, like rework our networks, talk about finances, etc. And we go into organizations that don't support that or yeah. do not have a culture that is inclusive, yeah. um, that's, you know, puts inclusion first and then diversity second. Absolutely. So it's, it's like the work. It's, it's the work apart, but we love it. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> vibe is just such the perfect word to kind of encapsulate what you're doing. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I love you can transform it into any adjective you want. Yeah, Vibetastic no, <laughs> or thrown around. Yeah. Um, but I love that the core of it is just like, you know, finding your authentic self and really yeah. pursuing what that is. Um, I want to ask you both, you know, what keeps you, you both motivated and excited by the work that you're doing? You know, I think social impact is defined in so many ways, but the work that you're doing, I think you were just kind of touching on it, being creating really inclusive and diverse environments and really challenging people to think through, you know, what their intentions are with their life and their personal and professional career paths. So, you know, what what likes, what keeps you excited about this project? What like why do you wake up in the morning excited to continue to work with Let's Vibe? So for me, I'm a graphic design graphic designer by like trade, I guess, or like you know that, that's my skill. Yeah. Um. So like I do a lot of branding and graphic design work. Um. But thinking about it, like how Let's Vibe has transformed, it was really like what what really gets me up in the morning is being very attracted by something by how it looks, oh. and so like if it like looks good and it like 
actually serves a purpose, yeah. then like that's a good design. Mm-hmm. And so like for Let's Vibe, you know, when we think about, okay, how are we creating worksheets to help people map out their lives? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like you want that to, to be easy and user friendly and, and beautiful. And I think that's, you know, what really gets me excited about working about Let's Vibe because there's so many things that you know, problems that we can solve through design, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so um, I think that's that's a really big component um, of, of, like, the work that I do within it. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. I functional think, design. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, thanks. <laughs> just took, it, took design to a whole different yeah. level. Functional design. I love this. Wait, we need to put that on the site. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love this. Awesome. Let's do it. I like it, too. <laughs> For me, it is, I think, two main components. First one is literally thinking of something with Karen and actualizing it. Seeing from my from our mind to it being like real like we can touch it we can feel it we see it impacting things and seeing does it work in the way that we define it working um is it in line with our intention is it not is it helpful is it not can we literally make a space in the industry right and we're across industries i don't i wouldn't say they were in one specific one um and thrive within it can is that possible and so taking those concepts of just i thought of something and now it's real yeah for a lot of people that's very tough Mm -hmm. and many people do not get the privilege of doing that or even being able to, to have that moment and so that's one and the second the second component is seeing people's faces when they have that flip moment Mm -hmm. that switch or that light bulb that butterfly that that flip moment that vibe change moment and every single time it feels like like you fall in love all over again (laughs) and i right like wow (laughs) it it literally feels like that like you are falling in love all over again because you're watching someone fall in love with themselves Mm -hmm. they are literally falling in love with themselves and I don't even think people give themselves the option of doing that right like when can you put yourself in a space any space and you're looking at your goals you're looking at your passion looking at your dreams you're looking at like the work that you do your life's work as Karen says yeah um and you're Many times we're comparing it against other people's, right? Or we're saying, like, this isn't good enough, et cetera, et cetera. And they have that moment where they're like, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I am awesome. (laughs) Right? Like, yeah. Like, my goals, I just want to, like, look at them all day and eat them up. Mm -hmm. I have so much potential that I can actually put into tangible action mm-hmm. I can actualize my potential I have like the resources in my hands right like if you're able to create something from nothing you yeah. can create anything right Probably. and yeah. that switch every freaking time it doesn't yeah. matter if it's one-on-one and I have so many one-on-ones and yeah. coffees with people it is crazy for less vibe not less vibe we always <laughs> end up talking about their yeah, lives yeah, yeah, yeah. Come back, yeah. it always 
comes back. Like, I feel like people have, like, therapy sessions with me, which I love. Because I'm like, yeah. I want to know about you and your, yeah. like, what makes you tick. Right. And, okay, have we thought about this? Like, have you thought about this in this way? And, totally. okay, like, let's connect you to these people here to actualize. From one-on-ones to complete group settings, like, from, you know, 10 people, 5 people, 10 people, 50 people, 70 people, like, hundreds of people. 300 people, right? Had to give a TED Talk on it. Like, that was another, <laughs> another, another time. It's like over 300 people there. But, and every time that flip, that light bulb, that moment of them having that, right? Like, their whole, their whole thought <laughs> of themselves, yes, has changed. Yeah. The way they thought about the world mm-hmm. changed, right? That crack, like, just cracking down mm-hmm. and ceiling. It just, falling down and them being like they see themselves like more clear oh my gosh it is (laughs) them falling in love with themselves every time it doesn't matter what mood I'm in it doesn't matter like what kind of day I've had it doesn't matter how much damn work I have to do like I'm grinding right like nine to five come home let's vibe seven to two weekend school entrepreneurship building every time that flip that's it. Like, that's wow. that's it for me right mm-hmm. there. Those two components, mainly, like, that one, like, getting people to that point and seeing yeah. how they how they. Oh. <laughs> it's just, like, an indispensable feeling. Oh. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And I think Diamond and I naturally have that, just, like, as people alone. Yeah. Um, and we, we really bring, like, you know, that intimacy and that, you know, wanting the natural one to help people. Um, into let's vibe and like what we do because yeah. I mean we do this all the time right yeah. like I'll text her like you know I have a friend over I'm like yeah I'll text her, I'm like oh yeah we had a like you know a vibe moment yeah. right yeah. like and and you you know it's just one of those feelings that you're like yeah people see you know the work that we do and they like genuinely feel it and they yeah. genuinely come to us for like yeah. those next steps and you know that mind mapping and figuring it out um and so yeah that's let's vibe in a nutshell yeah. Amazing. So, I mean, you guys put so much work into this. The one question I, I do want to ask is, um, I feel like in this general social impact sector, it's super important to prioritize self-care because you guys are throwing yourself into this project, let's be real. Mm-hmm. So what do you guys, you know, outside of work, outside of Let's Vibe time, what's something that you do to really re-energize and regenerate your energy and what's something you kind of do to really take care of yourself of your both I guess mental and physical health so I'm going through this now (laughs) it's very relevant um and you know my my mentor my client slash mentor um she told me she's like you know if you don't work nothing else will mm-hmm. and so that's the 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 crux of what self-care is because yeah. if you ignore what your body's telling you your mind's telling you um those you know those red flags if you start to ignore them then it'll you know spill over into the work that you do mm-hmm. the you know people feel that energy right like they it it, it really alters the way you work so like for me it's really taking a step back and being like okay what do I need right like what am I not getting right now and so and it really for me because I'm like always trying to say like okay what's the next thing like Mm -hmm. what do I have to do next or what do I have to do after I do that next thing right like you never slow yourself down in a sense so like for me it's like taking a step back looking at all these things acknowledging 
all those things because if you ignore them right like that's a whole totally different thing because sometimes I tend to like you know you know ball up and just try to ignore them and you know hope that they go away but they won't so the first step I feel like is you know taking taking a step back and acknowledging that they're there and then now rearranging your priorities so like you know what's important right like what do you need to get done what can take less than like five minutes like what can take less than 30 minutes and then you start to like time chunk them um and then once you time chunk them just you know knock them out and then like get to the dirty stuff later (laughs) 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 and make sure you have enough time for that um but then also like you know figure out different figuring out different ways to work I know sometimes like we get caught up in like oh thinking there's only one way to do Mm -hmm. things but like for me it's like okay, like, how can I make this fun? How can I make it creative? How can I make it chunkable, if you will? Um, So, yeah, it it really starts with taking a step back, though. Mm -hmm. You know, acknowledging. Reflecting and acknowledging. Mm -hmm. And acknowledging that it's there. Because if Mm -hmm. you don't, they'll just, Mm -hmm. you know, get bigger and bigger and bigger, and you try to hide from it. Absolutely. So. Um, Yeah, that's so important. What do you do, Diamond, for self-care? I think karen just hit it like right there like the acknowledgement piece Mm -hmm. and then comes the acceptance piece (laughs) Uh, and i think acceptance becomes difficult at certain moments depending on like how your lifestyle is um so acknowledging is huge Mm -hmm. like i know when i need some self-care i am i i am introverted Um, Even though a lot of people will say that I am extroverted, uh, which is completely fine. I'm glad I can switch it on and off. Um, But for me, it is definitely acknowledging, accepting where I am. So I need to take, I write a lot. Um, And it's not just like, oh, I'm writing novels. Like I'm writing on stickies. I have an addiction (laughs) to sticky notes. And I have a planner and I have a notebook and I am writing like, okay, this is how I'm feeling right now. Or this is my mood. Or here are some things that I need to get out of my head uh, that I want to actualize. And so I need to write them out so I can have some time to have a clearer kind of understanding. Um, Tea is like my moment. So making myself tea and enjoying my tea is really I I realized this yesterday because right in my planner and it was like what did you realize about yourself today da 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 prompt and I was like oh like tea is like my self care practice yeah. uh, and I have to do it I usually do tea like when I get home after a long day and I need some kind of relaxation time mm-hmm. even though I'm probably working through it I have to make me some tea something warm mm-hmm. I like warm things. Uh, in the summer it gets tough because <laughs> I'll still be having my tea in the summer right, random. Right. I'm so random um, so that's another love yeah that's so good just being able to write and having that tea and both really you both yeah. are really like good at stepping back and taking time to just acknowledge and kind of like deep breaths and then <laughs> dive back into it when you can yeah. and like really manageable time um, chunks but uh, I, we also always ask this on the podcast too so your answer might be tea but um, we always ask our guests, what is the last thing you binged? So this could be like a Netflix show, a podcast, a book, uh, a food, a drink, perhaps a certain kind of tea. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing that you like totally obsessed over. It was chewing gum. 
It was oh. Chewing Gum is like a Netflix series. The show, okay, I haven't yeah. seen it yet, but you I've heard great it. things. Yeah. It's it's a British show, right? Yes, it is. Okay. But it's so cool because the director, um, I forget her name, but her name is Michaela. I don't okay. know her last name. But, like, I follow her on Instagram, and, you know, a lot of people are asking her to, like, do it again, and, like, yeah. and she's like, no, like, this is, like, you know, my baby, right? Like, yeah. she, you can't just pump out great work, right? Like, she, she, I don't know, she's not at the moment where she feels like she can top herself, yeah. so she wants to go on to that next thing, mm-hmm. and right. I just, I, I just love her, like, because she created a role where only her like she could play it right. mm-hmm. and that's amazing yeah. right like you can't you can't duplicate that exactly. so I mean other than like the show itself which was like great I mm-hmm. wish there was more like episodes um just like the person behind it and you know her being a woman of color like it literally just shows like how much you can do as a person with an idea and she created it and it was a Netflix series and now she has the the freedom to do whatever she wants next right, right? like no, she's you know no one's forcing her right so yeah that's the last thing I've been I'm so happy because I never look at I don't look at TV or Netflix that much and <laughs> when I do it's like good stuff so You're like yeah this better be good yeah exactly that's awesome yeah. and what about you Diamond um besides hella books for school (laughs) and work um I would say I binged I definitely binged Gossip Girl yeah every now and then it comes a time like in the year maybe like three points three times in the year where I will binge um I will likely binge House of Cards depending on my mood sure I will for sure binge Grey's Anatomy yeah all of the seasons yeah um and then I may binge like another random one so this one um I think I binged Sex and the City last year this year um or actually randomly I'm binging uh Gossip Girl wow uh just like the story and it's yeah. a good escape while also understanding how totally. they navigate people is good and then I just binged uh, Solange's A Seat at the Table mm-hmm. because it was like the anniversary um, oh yeah the it? one year exactly yeah it the was, release yep on Sunday yeah. uh, it's been a year already isn't yeah. that crazy that's insane yeah. yeah or was it Sunday or Saturday it was one of those days yeah. but uh, yeah mm-hmm. over the weekend yeah yeah that's so fun though I feel like well because I just saw Gossip Girl had it's like 10 year anniversary oh, wow. I guess it's been like 10 years since the show mm. started but I'm a big fan of binging television shows I feel like I find myself especially in like the fall winter when it starts to get cold outside although it hasn't been but yeah. I, I tried to like pick a show and just like commit to it and like watch all of it yeah. so shows and food oh. I've, I've been binging food <laughs> yeah but I've been binging food since since June, so I don't know at this mm-hmm. point if it's really a binge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I have two more questions for you both. Um, the first is, uh, I know you guys kind of help other people find their vibes and help them discover a little bit about themselves, but I'm curious for the both of you what um, both of your dream jobs are or maybe what your dream vibe is. It's interesting because yeah. <laughs> I told Diamond this. I was like, I don't want a job per se. Like, I right. want, like, I feel like it's really you that, you that, you know, lands you in certain places. So mm-hmm. I like to call it your life's work. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. that changes your perspective on, like, the things you choose to, like, choose to do, totally. you know, choose to align with. Um, so I think 
my life's work is really helping uh, people translate their ideas into visuals. Yeah. Um, and, you know, whether that's an idea for a business or an idea for a nonprofit mm-hmm. or, you know, an idea, you know, for a blog or something, um, I'm then able to, like, you know, really have them reflect, like, look, in, look at themselves and mm-hmm. say, like, okay, what is it about you that's going to be, like, a part of this business? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can help them, like, sort through their, their own mind and then, you know, create it into a visual. So whether that be, like, a logo or branding or, like, you know, a cool graphic design mm-hmm. of some sort, um, you know, I'm able to help them do that. And I think my – well, I guess if we're talking about jobs, like, obviously it's let's vibe. I want to do let's vibe <laughs> yeah. forever. Forever. <laughs> forever. Yeah. Yeah, so that forever. that's definitely a forever thing. Um, but yeah, if it if it's along the lines of you know visual yeah. work, functional design, I'm all for it, Absolutely. and that may evolve too. So. Yeah. Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Diamond? <laughs> um, that's a big question. Yes. So let's buy forever. Yeah. Because um, it's just an extension of ourselves and everything. Right. Our life's work. Is, that's definitely a part of it. Um, I would say, I'm so abstract. Uh, I would say that my dream life's work actualized would be like just helping, not only helping other people to do this, but also do this, continue to do this for myself, just create. Like, I'm a creator. I have to create mm-hmm. um, everything from now product, right? Creating product. Who is our user? Who are we designing it for? How do we get it to function the way they need it to? To services and just life in general. Mm-hmm. So from your plan for your life and what you want to actualize to an actual organization or product or service, um, being able to facilitate the design of that and the creation of that um, is something that I would love to do as well as solve problems through that lens as well right like not just solving everyday problems which are huge but also like the big problems and having Mm -hmm. collaborators such as organizations or governments or people to come and be like okay I want to work with you on this help me figure out like what is the strategy behind this how can we actualize this and make this a real thing um and just to do that forever while I build and create you know my own like legacy and empire and um invest in something eventually and buy more property and all that other stuff too I love that you just said while building my own empire <laughs> that's so admirable yeah. like yeah. dang can I talk about myself <laughs> that's awesome um, and then the last thing I want to ask you guys, if you have any resources to share. So, um, first of all, you should tell people where they can find Let's Vibe, how they can get connected to you. And then I guess anything other else for people interested in either getting involved in social impact here in Chicago or being connected to other kinds of resources that would maybe help them find their vibe. Mm-hmm. 
I'd say first check out www.less5.org. Um, that's where you can find all of our um, information about our, like you know our organization yeah. um, as well as like upcoming events. Um, and you can find us on Instagram at at let's vibe underscore or no is it under no, no let's, let's vibe not. HQ yeah Ooh, we changed okay. it yeah we changed it, <laughs> we it. let's vibe HQ, HQ. yes um, and then that's our Instagram um, yeah yeah so for resources there's so many different ones so coffee and conversations yeah. is a good one so shout out to them as well as um, second shift they're really good about that coalition impact is it's starting to have this social entrepreneurial and impact focus uh, community growing so the real thing is like just connect with let's time <laughs> and then you'll find yeah. your way you'll find I mean, your path yeah at the same time it's more so thinking I guess this goes back to them considering you know, what is their big, bold vision for themselves, right? And not just one that other people have designed for them. Like, Mm -hmm. the one that they're secretly wanting to just do and be Mm -hmm. um, when they have the option of, like, waking up and doing whatever the hell they want with their life and and the world because they have unlimited resources to do so. Mm -hmm. That one. So deciding, like, what is that for them and how can they create goals Mm -hmm. that align with that and then how can they shape the people around them or their environment or their network to facilitate them achieving that goal that brings them closer to achieving that vision and in that if they find some gaps within that whether it's knowledge or skill or a person that they need to get connected to then that's how they can better figure out what are my next steps and who should I reach out to for this and so there are plenty of resources out there you know with Let's Vibe but also the internet also the person next door to them or the teacher that they talk to or their mentor or their next door neighbor or the friend who they may think is weird but is hella awesome as well so like I guess our main just is there are people right next to you who can help you get to your next Mm -hmm. phase you just have to be really clear on what that is so I would leave them with one defining what is freedom for them like what does freedom mean to them two like, what is one obstacle standing in their way of achieving that freedom, right? Three, what is one thing they can do to overcome that obstacle, right? Because that would bring them closer to achieving their vision. That one thing is actually their goal. And then who within their network can help them to do that? What skill do they need to acquire to do that? And what resource? And then just organize your ask, which is, okay, I'm asking about this. I want to know more about this around that. And then they can find their way um, that way as well and we're always a resource for that too yeah well you both are going to conquer the world it's pretty clear <laughs> this conversation um, it has been such a pleasure talking with both of you um, please check out Let's Vibe uh, on Instagram on social media you said you guys are just new there as well and on their website and uh, Karen and Diamond it's been so fun talking to you today yes thanks for having us This week is Career Contessa. Career Contessa is the only career site built exclusively for women. The website offers a lot of different things. You can find advice columns, interviews, videos, one-on-one mentoring opportunities, skill-based courses, other kinds of resources, and a curated job board. 
If you're not already signed up for the newsletter, I highly suggest you doing so. They're also on social media. So check it out. It's careercontessa.com. You've been listening to The Brink of Impact, created by Chelsea Lowe, Maggie Stoller, and Rachel Whaley. Subscribe to The Brink of Impact on Apple Podcasts for new episodes every Monday. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Brink of Impact and sign up for our email newsletter, which includes links to all the great resources we share. Our music is Rise and Shine by Audio Binger. Thanks to our season two sponsor, Coalition Impact. Coalition is a brand of co-working spaces in New York, Boston, and Chicago. They are constantly looking for individuals and companies striving to make the world a better place to join their community. Check them out at coalitionimpact.com. Thanks for listening.